I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. It is my pleasure to welcome... A dude that is formative in my like taste for music and growing up, he is so Northwest, man. It is Mike Herrera from MXPX, man. Dude, welcome. Great to be here. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Absolutely, man. So, dude, here on KISW, you know, KISW is synonymous with Washington and so is MXPX, man. So you guys have a show back here, hometown show, Saturday, December 30th, closing out 2023, which is a big year for you guys. Uh, you have a new album called Find A Way Home. It's available now. I got it on vinyl, on sexy orange vinyl. Uh, and, you know, I got it from the MXPX. Like, you guys are a fully operational, like, DIY band at this point, which is super rad. Um, I'm going to shut up and just welcome you, man. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. It, it, it feels good. It's been a great year um, coming into the, the back half of the year, releasing the new album. Yeah. Getting people hyped. And now, finally, people always ask, when are you coming to Seattle? When are you going to play hometown? When are you going to do that? Finally, we're doing it. Yes. December 30th, closing out the year. And really, all our shows kind of start towards the end of the year. Like, mm -hmm. we're, we're doing some festivals. Um, next week will be... Furnace Fest. Furnace Fest. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're getting busy, but um, I'm excited for Seattle. Yeah. Seattle with Diesel Boy. Yes. They're local. Yes. A lot of people know them as a California mm -hmm. band, but those guys live here. Yeah. So we were like, let's just have them. I was hanging out with Dave Lake, mm -hmm. from Diesel Dave, for people that know, uh, at the Less Than Jake show at nice. the Showbox. Yeah. Tom and I from MXPX. And we just had so much fun. We're like, let's just do a show together. Yeah. So we just made it happen. I love the artwork too, the gum wall, you know, with the <laughs> MXPX poking at your punk. It was cool, man. Yeah. It was awesome. I love that too. It's uh, it's visceral. If you if you know the wall, you can smell it coming off the poster. Absolutely. So let's nerd out a little bit here because I have your uh, your Chick Magnet CD, uh, the the demo or not the demo, the single CD, and that has uh, a hidden track of an interview with Marco Collins on 107.7 <laughs> The End. So when was the first time you heard MXPX on Seattle radio, or was it KGRG in Auburn? It was actually KGRG in Auburn. I, I started there. Wow. Yeah. 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 We Did we have radio there. A lot of roots there. We've we've gone back over the years, um, but we got started doing some pretty crazy big shows for us especially yeah. so we were doing a show for kgrg and we were on our way to the show in the van listening to the radio station that's cool that's when marco played punk rock show okay it's off our second album yes and it was the first time we ever heard ourselves on the radio and yeah it blew us away it was uh i mean i guess it's like getting like today's standards it's maybe like getting 
getting um, Spotify plays a million plays or, yeah. on Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Your, your face is on the cover of a playlist or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was an amazing experience. And, and Marco's actually still a friend. Yeah. I'm going to be talking to him soon, I'm sure. That's awesome, yeah. man. So, uh, you know, you, what, what, you were 15, 16 at that point, probably? Very early. Yeah. That was So we started the band 1992, right before we started high school. Yeah. And just spent those couple years kind of like forming and figuring mm-hmm. out what we wanted to do. But, you know, back then, nobody's thinking about business. You're not thinking about legacy. You're not thinking about, about like your branding or anything. It's just pure just energy yeah. and ideas and, you know, let's just go. Like, mm-hmm. And it, even the ideas aren't fully formed at all, you know, so it's just like, let's try to do something. And and it worked. And, and you know, we've always been proud to be from the, the PNW. Yeah. And we love it up here. Um, I, a lot of people think I live in Texas, which I do part time, but yeah. I mostly live here. Nice, man. So, so don't worry. I got you guys. Come on. <laughs> you know, MXPX, when you, you guys made it big and hitting Warp Tour and doing all kinds of big tours, was there ever that, like, oh, I should move down to L.A., you know, do the Rockstar thing? Or were you always just kind of wanted to stick around Bremerton? You know, we definitely talked about yeah. possibilities, but it was always, we were always too busy. You know, we'd come home, we'd have another tour lined up, yeah. an album, and we'd, we'd come over here, uh, Robert Lang Studios. Yeah. Um, we recorded all over Seattle, um, Avast Studios, um, a bunch of places, um, Bad Animals, we even were there, um, Stepping Stone. So we really kind of just like the vibe of recording up here. And we recorded in L.A. a bunch, too, spent months down there. We felt like, OK, maybe it's not the same as living here, but we're kind of doing our day to day at some point. We're good. Yeah. You know, you kind of come home to, to the PNW and go, OK, I can breathe the air. Absolutely. I man. love it. And, 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 you know, I thought it was very fitting that you were taking the ferry from Bremerton for this interview, man. I was <laughs> yeah. just like, this is so perfect, you know? So I'm like a politician, except I'm not. I'm the, the opposite. <laughs> but I do take public transportation from time to time. There you go, man. <laughs> so uh, the new album is, like I said, Find a Way Home. Um, you guys, have you guys played some live? I know you guys have done some live streams. Have you done any live shows yet now that the album's out? Like fully? We haven't. Furnace, Fe- Furnace Fest, uh, this coming Friday, September 22, is going to be our first live full set that's cool um, we're headlining so we'll, we'll get a decent set but um but really the first actual club show where we can kind of breathe a little bit yeah not necessarily we can go a little deeper into the catalog that's going to be the show box because yeah. we're doing before that we're doing like when we were young we might be going overseas for some bigger festivals mm-hmm. so coming back to seattle it's going to be like all right now we can do what we really this is really an mxpx show exactly like people are just here to see mxpx and Diesel Boy, yeah. and to have a good time here in Seattle. The Showbox is, is a venue we've played many, many, like over and over oh, and yeah. over. And we just feel like, let's just keep it rolling. You know, Absolutely. I love the way the place sounds. Um, you can see just about no matter where you are in the room. It's not too big yeah. to where you can't see. So it's cool. And your friends from Bremerton, they could just walk over once they take the ferry. I mean, how easy is that, Come right? on, swim over. Exactly. I mean, come on. Um, so... Uh, I was curious a little bit. Um, actually, let's go into a song. Um, let's go into one of the songs from Find a Way Home. This is the new album. What song would you like to play, Mike? Um, let's play track one. Track one? Yeah, I, I love just, it's kind of like a, a track you want to hear, you know, when you're waking up, you want to feel good, you want to go get energetic. That's the song you want to put on. So, All right. So I, I feel energetic right now, so let's play Not Today. Not Today. It's MXPX. We're going to pause for a moment, listen to some MXPX, and I'll be back with Mike here on KISW.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That was not today. Find a Way Home is available now. MXPX is going to be hitting the show box Saturday, December 30th. And, and if I'm correct, tickets are available now. They are. Awesome, man. Right now. So go get them before they're gone. Um, This one's going to go quick because it is a little smaller venue. Yeah. I mean, it's actually the same. Like I said, it's the same venue, but Mm -hmm. it's as MXPX grows, you know, those shows sell out. So if you want to come, please come on out. Yeah, man. So you guys have done, I mean, everyone kind of seemed to get some tools in their toolbox or on their, in their tool belt during the pandemic. People learned how to do all kinds of different things that they didn't ever even planned to do you guys became a fully operational like tech platform almost in the sense that you guys invested in live streaming you invested in like i mean you guys do that now at this point uh and it's a full-on show uh you know so when did you pivot to that and what made you guys go full steam ahead you know thanks i appreciate it you know it was it was a weird time for a lot of artists that didn't really know what to do they found themselves with a lot of time on their hands and for us you know same we had a lot of time on our hands you know and and i just put that energy into starting it started out as an acoustic live stream which is pretty easy to do yeah and then that went into let's do a full tv studio live streaming studio in our studio here in bremerton and i you know it took me like three months to build it Started just researching, calling people, ordering equipment, ordering more equipment. And sure enough, you know, we pieced this monstrosity together and and uh, we start live streaming to the world. And it's been amazing. You know, we've done it for a couple of years. Um, Some we've we've sold tickets to some shows. We've done a bunch of free ones and we hadn't done it in a while. It was like we've been quiet working on this new album Mm -hmm. and we put out the single uh, the single's called Stay Up All Night. Yep. And it it was like, okay, we started ramping up yeah. to put out the album because we put it out independently. Mm-hmm. So we don't have like a record label going, look, okay, this is the game plan, guys. Yeah. You know, this is this is all our internal team sort of coming up with ideas and trying them. So we brought the live stream back, but with extra teeth. What we did was we went live not only on all of our Facebook, YouTube, 
social media accounts. We went on Friends, yeah, magazines, Simple Plan, pe- yeah, 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 yeah. Alternative tons. Press or uh, sorry, uh, Warp Tour. You went on yep. a ton of different places. Everybody's so. like, "Is Warp Tour coming back?" I'm like, "Maybe." I mean, it's very possible. Yeah. So, <laughs> but Kevin Lyman was like. Uh, you know, I called him up. I was like, I want to do something crazy. Can I use your social media? And he's like, yeah, we're not using it, you know, right now. So go for it. And just the idea is just to get the word out. Be be on as many different platforms as possible yeah. to, to let people know we care about this record. Find a way home. So The touring landscape has changed so much. Uh, do you think that a, a, a war tour, a, a size of like even an OzFest, something like that is viable in 2023? You think that could still... Manage? You think that's uh I think everything needs a rest and can come back. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think, you know, it's all about timing and riding the waves of trends and nostalgia trends. And you see, like, festivals, like, MXPX is going to be at When We Were Young yeah. Fest in Las Vegas. That's October 21 and 22. And Pop Punk, Emo, a bunch of you know, our band. Yeah. Stuff. I'm yeah. playing four shows because we're playing two MXPX shows and I play bass for Goldfinger. Yeah. So it'll pretty be a cool busy. side gig, you know. It's not a bad side gig. I mean, I was a fan before MXPX was even really known. Yeah, we were just getting started, you know, in the garage, and I was a fan of Goldfinger. So it it is kind of surreal um, to be playing in the band. But but yeah, I mean, I've been here a while, so I guess it's not that crazy. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're excited. What? How many warp tours did you guys do? Like, oh, we did we did a lot. Not as many as Less Than Jake. Less Than Jake's done probably the most out of any punk band that I know or any yeah. band, but. We did part of 97, we did 98, we did 99 in Europe, not the okay. U.S. We did uh, 99 in Australia, New Zealand, and then we did 2000 in the U.S. We did 2002 in the U.S., another European, somewhere in there, I don't know the year, and 2005. So, you know, I don't know what that is, but it's it's added up to a bit. Um, and, I, and I did an acoustic bit. Yeah, uh, uh, like two thousand. Was that for Tumble Down? Seven, maybe two. Uh, Tumble Down actually played Warp Tour once. Cool. We played the Gorge, and nice. that was fun. That was uh, yeah. We 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 had a great time doing it, and um, I think that was two thousand nine, something like that. So that sounds about right to me. It was toward. It was one of the last few Warp Tours. And then when you come on solo with Tumble Down, they they so they kind of uh, humble you and they're like, "All right, side stage, Mike." All right. oh. Side stage, yeah. We were on like, the, the Kevin says stage or whatever, but that's that's where you start. Exactly, you know? man. You start at the bottom and work your way up. That's where MXPX started too. Yeah. Um, so speaking of you know where you started here in Seattle, let's like kind of talk about what were the venues? Were you guys a rock candy band? Were you guys a, 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 a Redmond Firehouse, was it a Club Impact? or You guys probably started before Club Impact was even a thing, right? We did, yeah. yeah. Uh, we started out in Seattle in the U District playing, um, we called it the Rock House. There was the Hiawatha House. There was these different people in yeah. bands that, that we would play. You know, they just bring us over to play. So parties, that got us in the door. Uh, Redmond Firehouse, yes. Yes. We played there. We played um, Rock Candy was definitely on the list. But before Rock Candy, Velvet Elvis. Mm-hmm. In the Pioneer Square area of Seattle downtown, uh, that place we did our our, rec- our first record release party there p- for Poconacha. Um I saw Lagwagon there, nice with Strung Out uh, before Poconacha, our first album ever came out. It was like I had just gotten the tattoo on my arm 
the day I went to that show at Velvet Elvis. So seeing them at Velvet Elvis was like, okay, we should play Velvet Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> so so many people probably are like, I've never even heard of that venue. But for us, it was like a little Seattle spot where we could go. The OK Hotel was around back then, but it was more of a bar. Yeah. And it was a bigger club. So we weren't quite there yet back in those days. But Rock Candy, that was that was fun. Yeah. I'm getting at- to play there, but also getting to see a ton of shows. Bad Religion. Uh, I remember seen Bad Religion at the Moore Theater. Cool. And Green Day opened and were amazing. It was before yeah. Dookie came out. Yeah. So so people were just, just kind of discovering them through, you know, seeing them tour. And that was a great experience. I, I remember just going like, man, it would be cool to play these cool venues here Absolutely. in Seattle. And of course, now we're playing the Showbox. And, you know, I don't know if we've ever done a show at the Moore Theater. I know we could. Yeah. But... I've only played their acoustic when we did like a, I think it was a Haiti I'd benefit benefit show, show or something. Yeah, 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 I don't remember the, the details on that, but that was fun. But mm-hmm. what, what other venues are there? There's so many now. Um, you guys have done Numos. Numos, yeah. yes, that's right, Numos. Numos with Mill and Colin. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was sort of like when we were kind of coming back. Yeah. Um, Jazz Bones, same thing, when we were coming, coming back. You know, bands yeah. tend to have... Bands like us, anyway, tend to have roller a roller coaster of, yeah. of you know eras and and album cycles and, and things like that. So you want every yeah. era to be great, yeah. but can it be? I don't know. So I feel like um, just knowing what we've gone through and knowing what yeah. we know now as artists, as as people, it, we can't help but just do our best work. And I feel like honestly, Find a Way Home is. MXPX to a T, if you love punk rock, if you like fast-paced, positive music, yeah, something on the deeper side. And I'm not saying it's every song is really deep, but for me, I dug deep in writing these lyrics because the world had changed, yeah. right? Everything had just ceased, ceased to exist as we knew it uh, for a while there. And, and coming back out of that was when I started writing the songs. And one of the questions I was asking was, did I go as crazy as everybody else seems to have gone? Yeah. You know? And and that's the question we're we're asking, I think, on on this album and partly why we call it Find a Way Home. I mean, th- the thing is is that, you know, a a quote-unquote recent it's not, you know, it's it's of the last, you know, what 5, 6 years your 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 biggest song on Spotify is not mm. like punk rock show or doing time. It's a it's a pretty recent MXPX song. That's got to be pretty awesome feeling like knowing like people are still riding hard and the sales on this record I'm sure have been great showing you that people are supporting and loving this new stuff, man. It's like it's got to put some wind in your sails, man. It's got to feel good. It really does. I mean, you know, bands do things that maybe take them down or bring them up, but like for us when we do things together. Yeah. That means making a record, making videos, playing shows. That brings us together as a band. Whereas a lot of bands do it so much, it becomes a job, it becomes this and that. Somehow we just have been able to not fall into that. Yeah. That crater, that gap that people seem to fall into in whatever line of work that they're in. Um, And I think it's because we just keep changing it up. Keep, you know, even though we're we're still playing punk rock music, but... But as far as like how we're delivering the message, how we're what what our day to day is, yeah. changing that up has been huge for us to keep us going and keep the the momentum. So yeah, let's ride was huge. It was on, um, still is on, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the new one that yeah. came out in 2020. So that having having a new song 
playing on a video game that I grew up playing and having my kids play it now, it's that's pinnacle. You know, that's like core memory, life goals kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been amazing to have Let's Ride. I'd love people to hear it if they haven't already heard it. I was at the Descendants show. Yes. At Bumper Shoot and Jawbreaker yes. played. They're great too. Uh, I bought my wife that sweater. By nice. The way. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I. I just when the descendants played the last song, it wasn't a song that I knew. I, I kind of knew it, but it yeah. was a newer song, and I was like, I haven't spent a lot of time with this song, as opposed to like a clean sheets or, you know, all the tons of songs they have in their catalog. And I was like, you know, we, they're doing the same thing that we do because we play a lot of new songs as yeah. well. We're still doing this. It's not just a legacy act, even though we've been around a while. It's we're tr- doing things right now. For people that want to listen right now, yeah. and we're still finding new fans yeah. along with, you know, obviously always taking care of the fans from day one. Well, you're still staying vital and still like creating that, that you know, legacy for yourselves. Legacy artists could say play <laughs> a legacy artist could say, you know, play go and play a casino and play the hits. But you guys are still in the trenches creating that. Um, would you say, you know, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're coming from Bremerton, which is a blue collar community here in the Northwest. Would you say that's, you know, been a, a way that you guys have been able to stay consistent and stay at the grind and not get your your heads like inflated too much and just continue to just be a hardworking band? I think you might be onto something because Bremerton is a very real place. Like what I mean is when you go to Hollywood, um, there's a lot of people that are just kind of blowing smoke, yeah. right? And so being around just everyday people, working people, yeah, I think that really did have an effect on, one, our work ethic and the types of bands that we loved, like Descendants. Yeah. They're a working class band just like we are. We took our cues from getting in the van, play the show, Tell people about the show. Tell people about the album. You do it yourself. Yeah. And then, of course, if you're excited about it, other people are going to latch onto that and start telling people. Word of mouth is so insane. And that's literally, I was talking to my friend last night about, just like back in the day, how people really knew. Uh, I was talking about, well, Jeff suffering from 90 Pound Yes, Lewis. had uh, him on the show recently. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah he's amazing. So he was, he was out uh, at practice with MXPX last yeah. night. And we were just talking about how we met and... He knew we were on Tooth & Nail at the time. We got signed, but I didn't know them. They Mm -hmm. were just a band. So, like, we somehow met, started playing shows, and then they got signed to Tooth & Nail, and then we started touring together Mm -hmm. and and the whole rigmarole. And it's just wild how fast things can happen. Yeah. And these days, it's a little different. You know, things do happen fast Mm -hmm. for for people. But for bands like MXPX, uh, they don't happen on accident. Yeah. They, They really don't. You have to, like, go out, tell people play the show and you know at the show box yeah. and and just come come back and be consistent with people. I think that's what's important. And I think the live streams were a huge part of that. Yeah. Us, us just being consistent, giving back to the community, having a place not only for them to watch live music, but also check in with other people that have like-minded musical tastes and other things, you know, and, and a support group in a way. What do they call that like the 30-year overnight success? You're just like, "No, we grinded." Like, yeah. 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 So <laughs> I mean, uh, so again, the new album "Find a Way Home" is available now. Um, you are, uh, you're covered in tattoos. I'm not going to blow up Danny's spot, but he has an MXPX tattoo. I'm sure you're familiar. He has an MXPX tattoo. Two, two, two MXPX tattoos. Um, what band tattoos do you have, man? Do you have any tattoos that are dedicated to to bands that you love? 
Um, you know, I don't actually. Okay. I have a lot of traditional, like American trad, absolutely stuff. Um, I early on, I just started getting tattooed by this guy Sid in um, in California, mm-hmm. and he started doing a lot of the rockabilly style stuff. Sure. But then from there, it was just like I met Oliver Peck, yeah, in Texas. He would he would come on our bus and and during warp tour so he would yeah. be tattooing other people but he'd ride on our bus at night so we just became really good friends over the years uh because of that mm-hmm. and he did my whole back he did all this stuff and i just never i never really i did instead of bands i did cities so i've mm. got a bunch of cities cool. that i've had an experience in yeah and and not all the cities i've had i've, I've got some tattoos that i've owed my leg but it's kind of like one of those junk Junk, my junk your leg. junk leg yeah nice. just anything goes anybody can yep. tattoo it and it's got cities and different states and and it reminds me of like there's an ohio tattoo i have of a storm that we went through in ohio and everybody was like huddling together in the yeah storm. <laughs> you know things like that right i have a i have a tattoo of a crab destroying seattle on my leg it, that, that, that's what you would call a junk leg that you know? there it's yeah just... there you go <laughs> so man uh it's just it's so awesome to have you up here, man. And I and I will say that, you know, and I don't want to fanboy out too much, but I will say like you guys were my, you know, on point. My mom got me an MXPX CD from a Christian bookstore because she was like, Okay, wow. I accept this and you know, <laughs> I listen to crazy music now. And so you guys were, you know, kind of that that beginning point for me you know and and do you talk to do you get to like you know come in contact with people that are my age maybe that are like dude you guys were my first punk band you guys were my first you know skate punk band or whatever is that is that humbling oh i mean it's it's great to hear and it's amazing to hear like friends and people that are super successful in their own right yeah being fans you know and i love that um the you know a lot of the metal militia guys yeah they love mxpx and punk rock in general and you know, uh, Steve Caballero, he, yes. he comes up and yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. You know, um, I, I'm humbled all the time, yeah. you know, it doesn't really feel real and I don't really always even want to be thinking about that, of course, sure. but, but, um, Harms, Andrew Harms, you yes, remember him? Yes, of course. He's you the know? head of, uh, Alternative at Amazon Music now. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's one that's always been supportive of MXPX yeah. and he's from our area. That's so, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So he grew up over there. But I, mean, I didn't meet him until he worked here. Funny how that end, happens. Yeah, yeah at the and end, not here. Sorry. You guys end, used Seattle. to. Uh, <laughs> you guys used to have the end fest over at Kitsap County Fairgrounds, dude. That oh, was, yeah. and so I'm sure you guys played a bunch of those. We played. Yeah, we actually. Uh, the last year we played, or last year I'm remembering, we played. Um, we we were on the main stage. Yeah, and it was we made Korn, it. It was Corn headlining. I okay. Think. Yeah. And that was when I met John Feldman from Goldfinger. Oh, okay. Because they were kind of. They were kind of headlining the or higher up on the side stage yeah. so they were on the side stage but we we're on the main stage but just kind of more early mm-hmm. that show met john um he remembered seeing us he was like i remember seeing you guys you know it's like that's his memory burned in of mxpx yeah. which was a great great thing to have um but i remember i threw my bass up in the air it came down and hit me in the face i didn't do a good job at Jesus. catching it and i had blood all over my face it was towards the end of the set so yeah it didn't really ruin the set or anything. It was actually, it made it better, I would say. Yeah. But um, that was really the only time, or the worst time that's Jesus. happened. I've, I've dropped the bass a few times, but it's never landed on my face. Damn. It's landed on other people's heads. That's... Accidentally. Yeah, that's something we don't need to talk about. Maybe that... Uh, it was you know. somebody I was paying, so okay, it was okay. cool. Yeah, there wasn't, cool. it wasn't a showgoer or anything. 
<laughs> it was uh, my tech at the time. Sorry, nice. bro. Uh, sorry, Neil. He uh, he eventually left. I wonder why. Um, <laughs> he works for Pearl Jam now, so it's oh, all, it's okay. all good. I think it's cool. But at least he's keeping it Northwest, dude. Yes, keeping it Northwest, absolutely. Uh, so you guys, uh, and, and I've listened to your podcast, the Mike Herrera podcast. Oh, if thank anyone, you. Yep. And, uh, you know, what I understand is that this record that I purchased from you was probably packed up by your mom. Yeah, my mom, my dad, uh, we have a few different, te- a few team members that are very, very close to us as far as just friends that work for us. Yeah. I go in there, Tom Wisniewski, our guitar player, mm-hmm. will go in there maybe on a, a random Saturday, um, it's a mom and pop. It really yeah. is. Um, we, we've we had different stores over the years, um, L.A. store, East Coast store. Um, once the, the once mail order turned into a web order thing, um, we, we had, you know, just different outfits doing the stuff. And then yeah. finally we just decided, let's go in-house and just it'll be more work, yeah. but it'll be – more of an empire absolutely so for for artists if you're wondering how you know how do you make a living doing art you can't make a living doing one thing you have to you have to split it up so if you're a band you don't just make money on live shows right yeah. because what if something happens and you can't play live yeah you fall off you know fall off a truck and you hurt your leg i don't know whatever right unless you're dave Grohl, you might be sitting out and everything else is just like find find ways to to you know have those income streams coming in so that's basically why we do so much of this ourselves is because yeah. it gives us the diversity that keeps us going i have a friend who's like in a pretty underground you know metal band and he said he's basically a touring t-shirt salesman mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and their and their music is their business card right right and their product is their t-shirts right you know? <laughs> absolutely i think i think it comes and goes but it, it can basically come down to that you can make great profit on merch yeah straight up absolutely vinyl vinyl's great people really want to hold something and we've really kind of just given people what they want they've asked for more and more vinyl we've pressed life in general slowly going the way the buffalo the ever passing moment we kind of repress those we'll probably repress more other stuff in the future yeah just we'll see you know what people want but um it it is funny you know because you have to toe the line as an artist i think personally to not listen to everything your audience yeah. says, you know, when it comes to music and this and that, you want to do what makes sense, you mm-hmm. know, instead of just catering. But when it comes to other things, you can kind of just use use what the the momentum is bringing you. Do you guys uh, ever see a point where I don't I don't know where you can own your masters and completely own your all your past music? Is that a viable thing, or is that? That's I'm not sure. Um, it might be a viable thing. I don't really know the answer to that. Um, sure. I know we've licensed all the stuff that we've repressed. Cool. We've licensed through the record label. Yeah. So we pay them, you know, whatever, however many cents per song. Or yeah. I don't know if it's a per song thing, but yeah, we pay them for that. And yeah. and and it is a business, so I get it. You know, Universal probably poured a lot of money into us and and fronted a lot of money you know paid for our touring sure. over the years a lot of people don't know that bands a lot of the the major bands you see touring they're getting money from the record label nice. to, to, to tour okay. and maybe that's different nowadays i don't know because we we don't have a record label anymore yeah. but but yeah, yeah that used to be what we did all the time you know we bought a van tooth and nail bought us a van yeah. back in the day 15 grand just boom we're like whoa you know so but little did we know, yeah. we were selling a lot of records. Yes, you they, do. They, yeah. <laughs> Can we see that paperwork? Uh, yeah, here's your van. 
Don't worry about it. <laughs> just take your van. Like, yeah, exactly. Why are they giving us a van? Oh, they must. You know, it's like when somebody gives you a company car. Like, wow, they're doing well. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Not again, that they shouldn't. I was just saying. But. Exactly. Uh, and and Saturday, December thirtieth, again at the Showbox. Tickets are available now. MXPX Diesel Boy, and uh, I mean, this is a hometown band playing a hometown show. This is a a Northwest focused show. KSW's been in the community for fifty three years now. I got two more questions for you. Favorite Northwest bands of all time, and that could be Jimi Hendrix or Moss Generator. Anything on on a on an underground, on a humongous level, just favorite North. And it doesn't have to be one. Okay, you can just have some fun and tell me tell me some of your favorites. I would say Seaweed. Yes, Seaweed's one. They're underground, yes. punk, post punk, grungy, uh, mud honey. Yes. Still going at it. Still going. Are they? Yeah, still, I got to yeah. see them live. I got to see. You know, I never saw them live because they got big, and we kind of started doing our thing. Yep. But, but back in the underground days, we were too young to go to the shows because yeah. all those Seattle grunge bands were playing. You know, bars. Twenty one and over. Um, so seaweed. We got uh, Modest Mouse. I like the idea of Modest Mouse. I don't listen to them. Live, but it's I, hit and I, miss. He drink, he drinks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I respect them being the North. I, I, I solidarity for being Pacific Northwest. They sound nothing like us, of sure. course. But like, I, I like, I like them as a band. I think. Um, uh, I was gonna say, you know, obviously Pearl Jam. Yeah, you know, Pearl Jam. I, I grew up, you know, when when their when Ten came out, I was a huge fan of that record. Yeah. It sounded amazing, and, um, you know, I haven't necessarily followed them like a normal. What do they call it? What do they call a Pearl Jam fan? Oh, a yeah, ten, cl- ten Club. Ten You're club? not part of the Ten Club. I'm not part of any clubs or anything like that. But um, but I tell you, you know, I'm a fan of I, I I'm a fan of how independent they are too. To be a big outfit like they are, to own half of Seattle, whatever it is, and, and to treat their people well, and to continue doing it all these years. Yeah, and to be able to not necessarily be balls to the wall all the time. So they're not always touring. Yeah. They'll, they'll they'll take a little break here and there. Mm-hmm. I love that vibe. I think that's that's a life. That's actually yeah. living instead of just being a slave to, you know, because you can never play enough shows as an artist. You can never go to all the cities. You can never put out enough music for everybody, right? So, you know, uh, I become fans of, of work ethic. I become fans of, like, what I see, yeah. you know, artists accomplishing. Yes, yeah. and you hit that point where it's just like even the haters, if you hit a point where it's like 30 years or something like that, you become undeniable. And it's just like, okay, well, let the haters keep talking because this has been a sustainable lifestyle for us forever, and we're just going to keep going. So that's amazing. Um, I'm going to ask one more question, but before I do, Danny, do you have anything you want to throw in here? You got any questions? I know you're a huge MXPX head. I love MXPX. All right. That's all he's got. (laughs) Thanks, Danny. My last question for you, pick a scar on your body. Tell us the story of how you got it. <laughs> okay, okay. And it doesn't have to be music related mm. or anything. No, this is before music. This is early on. I was a kid. This is the first injury I can remember. I was in, I, for some reason, I remember being in the, the house that my parents live in now, which is Chico Way, which is the birthplace of MXPX. Okay. Uh, Bremerton, Washington. Um, I was in my bedroom at the time, bunk bed. Yeah. Probably, let's say, four or five years old. Uh-huh. We had my my dad was in the navy, so my my mom was kind of uh, you know raising the kids a lot by yeah. by herself, and my dad was on the ships. My dad was in the coast guard, so very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here I am doing whatever I'm doing. All of a sudden, I 
fall off the bed and I hit my face right plant on the ground and just my face just explodes. And uh, I didn't go to the hospital. My my mom just goes, I oh, will just put a butterfly thing on it. And she put a butterfly Band-Aid on it and held it together. And I still have the scar yeah. right there. And uh, that's the most, I think, visual scar I have. Uh, but nobody even like notices it, sure. I don't think. But you but got the story. Walk it off, story. kid. That's walk my it off, first kid. injury, and I, 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 sure I cried, but yeah. I just can't imagine surviving a fall like that right now. I'll do one more real quick. Okay, there's, let's do there's it, no, there's, this is a today. quick one. This is a quick one. This is in in the house we that I grew in before that. Actually, this, you actually busted open a, a memory that I'd forgotten about. Yeah. So we were on on. I used to live on uh, Sheridan Road in a duplex, and I was on the couch. There's a big window behind the couch, and I'm just jamming or doing whatever I'm doing as a kid, and I, and I just fling my head back and go straight through the back of the window. I didn't die. I was fine. <laughs> well, you're here, but I'm Jesus, here. dude. Hospital visit? No hospital. Oh, okay. All I, right. I, Again. I have gotten so lucky. Where's the wood <laughs> to knock on? Right? This, yeah. is, pl- this is plastic. So. Yeah, we're not going to knock on the plastic. Man, uh, again, Saturday, December 30th, man, uh, MXPX, Diesel Boy, and their new album is available now. We're going to play another song from Mike Carrera from MXPX. For me personally, a, a life-changing band, um, and I know that you know there's people listening right now that feel the same. So Saturday, December 30th, uh, go see them with Diesel Boy and show them that the Northwest shows out for MXPX, man. And, uh, dude, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kevin. Appreciate it. What song are we going into, dude? And this could be the entire MXP. It could be a new one, old one. What do you want to do? Well, I think I got to keep hitting the new record. You got to do it. This is the first single we released, Stay Up All Night. Yes. It's about no matter what, we all screw up. We all make mistakes. No matter what, do not give up. If it's important to you, you can get through it. So, like, I feel like those just, that's what this song hits. Yeah. It's, it's a deep song, but it's also triumphant. So it's not sad. It's triumphant. Triumphant. Stay up all night. Stay up all night. It's KISW here. It's The Rock. Thank you, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.